Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the savage podcast. Hi there, everybody. Hi, Rose. Hi. How are you? I'm doing fantastic today. Are Um, you? Well, not really, but you know, that's beside the point, guys. We are... We're doing okay. Yes. We're doing okay. Yeah, we're... We are hanging on. Exactly. A lot of things going on, you know, every day. You know, every day, yeah, life in general, guys, sometimes you have your, you know, you have your good days and you have your not so great days. Yes. And I think sometimes you just have to try to, you know... You can't always be on a high. This is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. I wish and, I could. Oh God, I wish I could too. I wish right? I could always just be like, you know, I, I I think we're pretty lucky people in a sense that like a lot of the time we are quite content. You know yes, what I mean? Like I'm, sure. I'm pretty happy yeah. in general. Yeah. But then once in a while, you know, you get those moments where you kind of feel a little bit down mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So what do you do in those moments, Daniel? Um, what are some tips for you? Quick fire tips. So it's a mixture of things. So one of the things that I like to do, which I think really helps and, and stuff is like some kind of fitness. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that even though you're feeling in like a funk, you can just be like, okay, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go for a run. You know, I, I, I feel like that that's one way to help, you know, Huge. at least clear your thoughts. <laughs> You know, and take a moment to like, like the other day um, on Sunday, I actually did like a 12K run and I just woo, like, woo! Yeah. Daniel's ahead of me now, guys. So we're still doing the, oh my God, I'm kind of fucked though. We're training for a half marathon. And I have a wedding to go to the day before. I know. And like, what time does our half marathon start? Seven in the morning. I'm fucked. I'm like, officially <laughs> fucked. I <don't>, like, <laughs> are you going to, Dan- are you going to drink at that wedding? I am, am I, I'm emceeing at this wedding as well. I'm going to have to drink. Oh. God, Rose, you need to control yourself. Oh, God, Daniel. Okay, I'm going to have two glasses of wine. Is there going to be like some shots going on there? No, I will uh, announce to everybody. <laughs> that you have a half marathon. Because I'm an MC. I will fucking announce to literally the entire party. Yeah. That I have a half marathon to run tomorrow. Mm-mm. So I really, really. I, oh, that really sucks, though. I it hate does. that. Because I like... love drinking at weddings. <laughs> <laughs> Is it one of your favorite pastimes, Rose? I just. I, they're so fun. And then make out with are... one of the groomsmen. Excuse me. Don't <laughs> talk about my past. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You got, you, this might be a little bit close. I know to this use. is feeling like a very Maybe pull uh, it back a little bit. Intense okay, there situation. There we go. Um, no, but like you know, weddings are fun, yeah. and you know, getting drunk at weddings is the most fun. It's true. It's true. I know. I I'm love- really sad, mm-hmm. but I think maybe I'll stick to like. I'll have two glasses of wine and mm. a couple of vodka sodas. Yeah, I think I think if you if you pace yourself as well, like because yes. typically like this drinking will start. You'll have dinner and you do sure. eat while you're there, so yeah. you know that's always good. Um, <laughs> unlike some people. <laughs> yeah, unlike some people. Uh, so that's always good to do uh-huh. that. Um, and yeah, if you pace yourself, and then oh god, but, but like half marathon the day after, like even two glasses of wine, I feel like will impact me you know but you can also the thing the thing with a half marathon it's very much like you do it at your own pace so yeah, if you need to, to you can walk this is like my first half marathon i want to run it properly you know what maybe i'll do a practice <laughs> where i'll drink mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then go <laughs> running the next day exactly good luck with that okay um, anyways yeah. so what else do you like to do on those days when so, you feel like shit and you yeah. want to just 
Uh-huh. So the first one was running. Well, like doing some yeah. kind of fitness. So I did that 12 kilometer run. I yeah. put my music in, just chilled Amazing. me right out. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, another thing that I like to do is like watch like a feel good show or movie. Mm-hmm. So my go to, obviously, as you guys know, is like Shit's Creek because that movie, that's, Aww, that TV sweet. show is like so good. I actually watched a couple episodes after work today. Yeah. Um, And it's just, I, I feel like those kind of like, it just makes you feel good. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Those kind of positive vibes. Um, And I just like needed that. This has just been, it's been like a... Yeah. It's been a day. It's been a day. It's been a week. It's, it's been a life. Yeah. It's the start of the week, but you know, yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful that the week will get better. Yeah. Um, I joined a gym as well. So going to be starting to really pick up my fitness and get into gear to train for this um, half marathon. Oh God. Well, also, you know what I was thinking about? Like as part of like the training and stuff. So like I'm gone to BC at the end of the month. Plus we're going to Montreal like before the half marathon. So I'm like, uh, like this is going to like impact our training. Like what are we going to do, bros? <laughs> okay, like, wait, when is the actual half marathon? I think it's on the 18th of September. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm very concerned for my well-being. <laughs> I also am because... Like I genuinely am like, how am I going to do this? Yeah. Maybe I'm drinking this Friday mm. on Saturday. <laughs> Maybe I'll try. God damn you know what i like we just need to learn to like not over drink yeah this is the, <laughs> this is the biggest thing well there's two things we have to do not <laughs> not over drink control ourselves <laughs> and also make sure to eat well, daniel i'm pretty good at this i know you are very uh, bad at this well the thing is every time i swear to god you guys he needs to be supervised by me all the time like you need to be babysat i know but the, the issue every time i let you drink by yourself this <laughs> The issue is quite often I'll like go for drinks after work, right? Like this was, this was in London actually as well. I was so bad for doing this because like you would just like go with your work colleagues or whatever. You meet up with people after work for drinks and like you just like, even though you're kind of hungry, like you just, I don't know. I would just not forget to have dinner, but I just like got right into like drinking. And the next thing you know, you're drunk. Then you don't, (laughs) then you don't eat properly. And then the next thing you know, you black out, you fall asleep on a tube. You, you know, end up at the other side of London have to take an Uber home. You speaking from experience? Uh, from multiple experiences. <laughs> um, so that's always fun. Um, and well, I mean, the trick is to not drink so much mm. when you haven't eaten yet. Maybe a couple of drinks. And then you need to have dinner. And then you can drink more. This is true. This is very it is, true. It's seriously changed. How many? You know what? I'm not going to keep uh, nagging you because you're going to do this next week anyways. I know. I'm a 33-year-old man. Which is I shocking. Should, I should know better. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to be like, I'm a 33-year-old man. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say, like, I legit should know better, guys. But anyways. Um, yeah. yeah. How was your weekend, Rose? It was okay. Life is, uh, it's okay at the moment. Again, we're we're both in a bit of a, yeah. you know. Sorry if we're a little bit down today. Not huh. down, but, like, we can, let, let's pick this up. I feel like up. even when we're down, we're just like. That's true. That's very true. That's very true. Um, we can, we can, uh, we can, you know, we can work ourselves up. How do exactly. I say? We can build yeah. ourselves up, start chatting, yes. start getting excited. Do you ever though, like, um, when you feel like shit, like, do you ever just like want to like just feel like shit? Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just want to like be a weird thing. You it know? is. Well, it doesn't. Like, happen. you kind of like like the pain. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go well, that far. Not like the pain, but it's like you almost don't want to. No, it's like you want to feel better. But you don't want to do anything to feel better. Yeah, I get what you mean. I like I sometimes you get to a place where you're just like, yeah. actually, I just want to be left alone. Yes. I want to be by myself. I want to eat some junk food. <laughs> yes. I want to fucking watch some cheesy ass TV yeah. show and not do anything. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no, we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I need one of those nights. Oh, God damn, Rose. We all do. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, the, you guys that are listening, yeah. you're having a bit of a better weekend and weekend yeah. us. Um, but anyways, anyways, shall we do our Patreon shout We shall. So we have some new Patreons Woo-hoo! to be thanking. Yes. yes. You want to start, Daniel? I sure do. So the first one is, um, we like to give thanks to Joanna. And Chi-Chi. And Nikki Monokini. Nikki Monokini. Yeah. I love it. Ooh. I love that name. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you so much, guys, for joining our little Patreon community. Um, yeah, there's some exciting stuff going to be coming your guys' way. We are going to do the goddamn uh, bonus episode. Well, we need to do it. We're doing a bonus. The bonus bonus. Yeah, the bonus bonus, which is going to be, for those of you that don't know, we're going to be doing a, we're going to figure out how we're going to schedule this and everything, but yeah. we're going to do like a live stream. Very soon. Yeah. So um, and Because we hit 100 um, patrons, but now correct. we lost some. Yeah, but that's tisk, okay. Tisk, tisk. No, I'm just kidding, I guys. <laughs> I totally understand. Yeah, but that's good, okay. Guys. We're still going to do the 100 Patreon yeah. um, bonus episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really cool, too, to do a live stream. Because It'll be fun. I feel like the, one of the things with doing a podcast, yeah. because, I mean, we do obviously put the episodes on YouTube, and we read the comments you guys send, mm. and we love that. But, like, a lot of it, it's like, we don't really get that feedback loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool to, like, especially with our, like, Patreon community, to, like, do a live, live stream. And we can, yeah. like, interact with you guys. You guys can ask us questions, like, on the spot, and just be like, you yeah. know, really make it that kind of, like, intimate session. So yeah. I am actually looking forward to it. When Once we, we figure out it? the logistics. Okay, well, we'll We've we've been talking about this for like three weeks. No, we I know. need to do it soon. We'll we'll put some okay. dates we'll put some dates out and we'll 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 figure it out. Yeah, we'll do it in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, at we will. least. Yeah. So if you guys want to join that, mm-hmm. then come join our Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com slash the Savage Podcast. Yeah. Now, what are the news stories of today, Daniel? Oh gosh. Well we Are they some... depressing? Am I gonna cry? No, you're Am not. Am I gonna wanna <laughs> crawl up into my bed and do nothing? You're not gonna wanna do any of those things, Rose. What am I going to want to do, Daniel? I don't know. You know, it's a it's a weird. So there's a, just a couple of stories today, but we're going to start with one particular video that's gone viral. Is it the guy on the flight? Yes. Have you seen it? <laughs> um, I saw like snippets of it. Oh my God. This is just priceless, guys. I, uh, you know, people never cease to amaze me. Okay. Let's, let's go on the video. <laughs> okay. Wait, but okay. What actually happened? So apparently, okay, let's read this article. But Okay, like, so <laughs> let me just read the title. Okay. Video shows Frontier Airline passenger duct taped to seat after allegedly groping flight attendants. Yeah, so basically, before we even go into the article, because I've already read this and yeah. I saw some stuff online and everything. So this is allegedly what had happened, okay? So this gentleman, actually, what's his name again? How old is he? 22. Okay, he's very young. 22. Oh, God. His name so is Maxwell Barry, uh-huh. right? This this guy, Um, he got into a flight. Now, I guess what had happened, it was a frontier flight. I've never even heard of this airline. I think it's a U.S. airline. Um, Wait, I just read this article, Savage. There's this like line that's like, um, Max Maxwell Barry of somewhere Ohio mm-hmm. was on a frontier airlines flight from <laughs> Philadelphia to Miami, where he was already intoxicated after drinking two alcoholic beverages. <laughs> Like that's a little shade. That is that's that's shady. So like he was basically a weak sauce. Yeah, he he couldn't handle his alcohol. So and what had happened was he got onto the flight. I guess he ordered a couple more. Do you think he had dinner? I don't. You know what? I don't think he did, Rose. (laughs) Although even if I didn't have dinner, I wouldn't assault flight attendants. Okay, true, very true. That is not in my nature. Even after two alcoholic beverages, no, Uh I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Okay, continue. So anyway, apparently what had happened was like he got on the flight. He was already intoxicated, I guess, after these two beverages, Um, and then he ordered some more drinks on the flight. And what had happened was, I guess he used 
this empty an empty cup so he drank one of them yeah and like brushed it against the backside of a flight attendant okay he also apparently spilled one of the drinks on himself okay while he because he was you know so intoxicated from those two beverages okay um, from <laughs> earlier um and then apparently he also god this just gets so he bad he groped the chest he, of a flight attendant yep and then punched a male flight no. attendant in the, in the face um w- <laughs> was he by himself i'm assuming i guess i mean okay. there's other people on the flight and stuff yeah but, but he was alone as a passenger yeah and right. basically i saw part of the video like i haven't watched the whole video yeah, guys yeah, yeah. but like in the video he's just like yelling to, at these flight attendants because i guess they obviously they're getting right. pissed off with him and he's like guys do you not even know how fucking rich my parents yeah. are like my parents are worth so much money blah 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 and like just like getting oh, so aggressive uh-huh. to the point where I guess, you know, and I don't blame the flight attendants for doing this. I would have done probably the same thing. Yeah. Like duct tape him. Yes. So yeah, they, I mean, cause you're on a flight. It's not like you can like escort him out at exactly. that moment. It's not like the, the thing that people forget is like, well, they don't forget, but like you're on a plane. Like what can yeah. you do if someone's like belligerently drunk or something? It's not like a bar where you can just like throw them out and get them in a taxi and yeah, say, yeah, like, yeah. see you later or get the police there, take them on a drunk tank. Like you're on the flight for right. however much time. Mm -hmm. so it's like what are your options does he feel like bad after the fact i don't think so and i think that there was like some like backlash like he's like trying to like i don't know if he's trying to sue the airline but he's like really pissed off about the way that they duct taped him to a chair i guess but like i just like just be because i'm trying to feel i'm i'm trying to empathize because the more i see these like kind of uh breakdowns Mm -hmm. or like mental like I i don't even know what this is intoxicated uh, you know, embarrassing activity. I think I'm like, I'm like a part of me wants to feel bad for them a little bit. Yeah. Cause then it's like somebody's filming that shit yeah. and putting that all over social media. That's a and part that's, you know, it is a little like, it's a little tricky, right? Yeah. Because we don't necessarily know, you know, what this person, you know, maybe they have some major mental health problems. That's very true. Actually. Yeah. That's a so good point. part of me does feel a little bad, yeah. but then at the same time, it's like, if that were me, but again, I guess it's, it's so hard to say. But if that were me after the fact, I would be like so embarrassed. Yeah. Like I would probably like lock myself in a basement and not leave for two years. Oh my God, could you just imagine? Like, I mean, I just see all these things come out and I'm just like, but I do feel like, okay, I'm not speaking on behalf of this, this gentleman. Right. Um, but like Max Berry or whatever, uh-huh. I think he was arrested actually after. The, oh, one hundred percent, he was arrested. Yeah. this is not be that is not acceptable behavior. Yeah, it's not normal yeah. behavior. So he yeah. definitely was arrested. Um, I'm not sure he's in custody. I guess. Um, and people were like, I guess they were. I, again, we don't know the complexities of it. You're right. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. might have like mental health issues oh, and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I did, I did see some like recent, not recent, but um, remember we talked about before, and that, uh, at first the story kind of reminded me of this, but again, we don't know exactly the whole you know, intricacies of it. But, um, when you looked at like, um, so, you know, remember Soho Karen? Yes. And then we also had, um, Central Park Karen. Sure. Who actually has recently hit the headlines again. Because oh, apparently now she's like suing her former employer for like wrongful dismissal and oh, stuff. Oh, didn't we talk about that a few weeks ago? I think we might have. Or yeah. maybe we didn't. I can't I don't, remember. I, I don't, we might have not talked about it on the podcast, but okay. again, like her and then also the girl that was, that attacked that, um, that young boy in the lob- hotel lobby because she thought he stole her phone. The that that was Soho so Karen, Karen, right? Yeah. yeah. She also, well, we talked about her more and more detail, but right. she went on that Gail King interview. See, that's the thing. This yeah. is where I'm like, listen, but also I feel like those situations, um, like I, I feel like I almost feel bad for him because he was drunk. Yeah, I think that's the only, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, again, like it doesn't excuse his behavior. Of course, of course. But, because he was drunk, I'm like, maybe he like really didn't know what he was doing. That's very true. But at the same time, like the things he was saying, I was like, 
a normal person would not be saying these things. Exactly. Even if bit, you were drunk. Exactly. It was a bit really, it was really distasteful and it everyone was, was just like, like entitled. Yeah. Like you don't know how much my parents make. Yeah. You don't know how rich my dad is. Yeah. Like my and, dad can own you. Like just like embarrassing shit. And like, I'm sorry, but like, I hate people that do this kind of shit. I know. Like, who gives a fuck what your parents do? Well, like, society, apparently. I know, but I'm like, I'm like, you know, you're just bragging that you're mm-hmm. okay, you're great. Your parents made all this money and whatever else. Well, I think what he's saying is he's like threatening them, being like, my dad is powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, right? I, I, I get that. Because he yeah. got like duct taped. Yeah. But yeah, I, I also wonder how drunk he actually was from having two drinks. Yeah. <laughs> That's another question. We don't know if he actually even just had, I mean, they said he had two drinks, oh, but oh, for maybe sure. he was he on other substances be- or. He could have drank before. They don't know how much he drank. Exactly. That's true. This is very true. So he could have been on some kind of like other substance as well. True. Like, true. So I, I just feel like you're right. There's, yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, with the, with this one, it is a little bit different only because he was intoxicated. A little bit. Yes. Um, but at the same time, because I don't think he was very remorseful after mm. the fact, I don't feel bad for him at the same time. But I do think all these people definitely have some issues with like, you know, I don't know, some kind of mental health issues. Yeah, I think it's hard you know? to, especially yeah. nowadays, like, and I have to say, I'm so thankful to kind of, and I think we've mentioned yeah. this so many times on this podcast, but like, I'm so thankful to grow up in an era <laughs> where like, bef- when I was like really young and getting drunk and stuff, like not that, <laughs> not that many people had smartphones oh my and God. it was like not a big thing. You know Honestly, what I mean? some of the shit that could have been online. I know. <laughs> I know, believe me rose i know and like it's so bad fuck my life mm-hmm. i would not want any of that shit to be online yeah so. like it's embarrassing it's yeah. so bad um so thank god yeah. yeah like i mean not that we're not drunk messes at this moment yeah but the drunk messes we were when we were like 18 19 mm. 20 Ooh. i am so cause, seriously cause that like, is embarrassing yeah because really like instagram and smartphones and stuff didn't really start like getting big until like we were yeah, like yeah, 22 23 oh, right for sure. so like even yeah i'm trying to i feel like i joined instagram like um when it was like 2013 maybe yeah i can't remember like it was not so long ago it was not i mean it's still quite a long time ago but like yeah. it wasn't at the time when i was such a mess yeah yeah yeah. no exactly <laughs> and that's why i'm thankful not that yeah. we would do any of this behavior yeah yeah yeah. We, but, it, but we would be drunk messes oh maybe. yeah i oh, mean there'd God. probably be some weird videos yeah. of me who knows but anyway so he got outed yeah. um and yeah yeah so I, like i don't really feel bad for him mm-hmm. but I, I guess it depends on the situation because yeah. now we're getting to the point where we're always filming these like random outbursts and mm-hmm. i've seen some footage where people are literally having like a mental breakdown yeah and then that goes out and i feel so bad for those people and then yeah because like you guys at the end of the day like mental health is like such a Mm -hmm. complex issue and there's so many things that like Mm -hmm. go on right like and any the 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 kind of like not scary thing but like the thing is is like with mental health is like any of us I mean, I, and obviously some people are more dispo- disposed to have mental yeah. health breakdowns, but like any of us yeah. could just snap one day and of have course. like a really bad like breakdown yeah. or something like this. And we don't know what's going on in people's heads. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it is hard to say. I just, I, I do agree though. In some ways, like the behavior. Yeah. We don't know the whole story, but yeah. Anyway. So what happened? Yeah. Oh, but I did hear the drama was that the Frontier Airlines employees got suspended. Yeah. Yeah. That's like kind of so fucked up. I know. This what is the are thing. they supposed to do? Yeah. Well, like, well, this is the thing. So but th- this is the, that's my whole argument. Like it's different if you're in a nightclub or a bar. Like if they, yeah, yeah, yeah. if they like duct taped him to a chair in a bar, people will be like, Hey, what the fuck mm-hmm. are you doing? Like get the police involved, get him the out, take yeah. him to the drunk tank. But again, you're like, I don't know, 50, 
5,000 feet or 3,000 <laughs> yeah. feet in the air in an isolated aircraft for the next, I don't know, two, three hours. Yeah. So like there's no other option except for restraining them. And if you don't have yeah. restraints, you have to use what you have. Do they not have anything to like restrain? Like I'm uh, not sure. Maybe they do. Like, I don't know. I've, I've never worked on an airline yeah, before. Yeah, they probably so. should have some kind of like... I don't know, like, you know, the corner of shame and then just sit like the drunk passengers and then just like tie them somehow with like multiple belts or something. Yeah. Did I ever tell you uh, the time? Did that you get into the corner of shame? I did not, guys. <laughs> I have never, ever, ever actually know that. Oh, my God. Actually, I have two stories about a flight. Well, I digress. I don't Do know, I know I, these stories? I don't know if I've told you these ones. So the first one. I feel like one, I know one of them, but yeah, tell me. The first one wasn't so bad. Like the first one was like. Um, basically it was just like a very interesting situation that I was on the flight to go to Central America and my seat was broken. Right. So I was sitting at like in the close to the front, my seat was broken. So they're like, okay, well there's only one seat at the very back of the plane. So we're going to have to, did I tell you this, right? I think so. I think I know this one. (laughs) They took me to the back of the plane and I sat between these, these, these two guys that were like pretty like burly guys that were in restraints. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? And I was like, just they were tied to the chair. No, no, no. Like they oh, were they had handcuffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I just started chatting with them as you do when you're sitting there and <laughs> they were actually really nice guys. They were, but they were actually, um, the reason they were in handcuffs is they were getting, I guess, deported back to Central America because they like, I don't know, had committed some kind of felony or whatever. Um, and they were, you know, getting deported. So that was an interesting experience. Oh my God. I love so how I, you chatted with them. I know. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? I was on the plane for six hours with them. Okay. So I don't know. I don't chat with people on the plane. but daniel chats with everybody no but sometimes i don't even convicted felons oh god so that was one that was one plain story so that's an interesting one so funny what were they saying what do they do do you know you should have got the tea i should have got the tea i've been like what did you do i can't remember i don't think it was anything so so bad but like i don't know i think maybe it was just a formality that they had to be handcuffed because they they didn't seem aggressive they they seemed fine like they weren't daniel you just never know this is true you never know Uh they could have been you know double homicide being you know (laughs) fucking sent back um so that was an interesting experience Uh uh um it was fine uh and i don't think i don't think if they were serious criminals like if they were super serious criminals they would be on their own flight do you know what i mean like it was probably maybe like you really think that they're gonna get a private jet for actually i don't know i don't know how this works i think that they would was did they have a police officer with them yes there was a there was a uh, officer i'm sure they did something maybe it wasn't like homicide yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like it would have been it like, was like a drug offense or I something. think it might have been I'm know? not 100% sure so <laughs> okay. this was this was years ago guys yeah, um, the and then the second story about being and it kind of ties in with this one about being really really drunk on a flight and I've only ever been super drunk on one flight in my life really embarrassingly and this is the story yeah okay tell you me. guys ready for this story time <laughs> this is embarrassing I don't know if I've ever heard this one I can't remember if I told you uh-huh. so basically me and my friend had booked a weekend away to Valencia in Spain yeah and it happened to be oh, on the night one. of both of our Christmas parties. So we were like, okay, look, we're both going to go to our Christmas parties, have a couple drinks. This is the influence I have. Do you <laughs> think I'm going to survive in this half marathon? Continue. <laughs> and then have a couple of drinks. And then we're like, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to go back to my apartment because I still had to pack. I was going <laughs> to pack. And then we were going to take the, I think we had booked like a bus ticket to get to the tra- the plane, uh, the airport. Yeah. Anyway. So we're like, great. We both left our Christmas parties relatively sober. Actually, we were fine. Got together at a decent time. It was like 10 o'clock. And we're like, oh, it's only like 10 o'clock. Why don't we stop for like one drink in this bar over here? This makes it 10 times worse. I know. (laughs) Go to this bar. Next thing I know, I'm 
we're both fucked, but I am really, really fucked. Like, like you're blackout. Pretty much. Okay. We get to my apartment. I don't remember packing my suitcase. <laughs> okay. We ended up having Honestly. to take, I know we ended up having to take an Uber, which was so expensive. Right. To like oh, the airport. Oh, because you missed the bus. Yeah. Cause well, yeah, the, we, 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 there's no way we could caught the bus because uh-huh. it was like four in the morning at this point. It was like fucking crazy. And, uh, we take the, take the Uber. I don't remember going through security. <laughs> I don't remember getting onto the flight, found my seat somehow. As soon as we got on the plane, I passed out. <laughs> and then I woke up when we were landing. <laughs> oh my God. Daniel, and seriously? I was just like, I was like, wow. And that was how many years ago? Like maybe four. <laughs> oh, it's so Daniel, bad guys. What not honestly, to do in life. Okay. What not to do. I just love this. Oh God. Did I tell you that story? Right. Or did you I know not? every time I wake up hungover mm. and I'm questioning my existence, yeah. questioning my choices, questioning yeah. my life. And I text you, you always make me feel a little better about yeah. myself yeah. because <laughs> you always have a worse night than I do. <laughs> you know what Rose? You're you always th- like, Oh my God, Rose. I, I won't say anything. Okay. Yeah, please don't. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can always count on me to cheer you up, Rose. <laughs> yeah. So, and if anyone else, um, you know, if, if you need some cheering up about some <laughs> drunken, emba- you're feeling bad. You went on a night out. You did something embarrassing. Don't worry. I've, I've probably done worse. So what, what cracks me up is that you guys were so responsible and then you just, you just had to like have that one drink at the bar and I you just know. couldn't do it. I know. You just couldn't do it. And then what cracks me up even more is the fact that you got through the entire air, like the entire security. God knows how I did that. that drunk. But you're actually quite good at like hiding your drunkenness a I little think, bit. I think when I get to blackout, I like somehow <laughs> just like get into protection mode or whatever. Self-preservation. Like, yeah. I compose <laughs> myself even though I won't remember anything. Oh my God. I somehow make it through. That is does like, it scare you when you does, black out? Oh my God, yeah. it's so bad. And this is like, I don't know. I don't know about everyone else like listening to this podcast. I don't know. Like, yeah. I never used to have this issue. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I used to be I always s- blacked out. And oh. then I was always jealous because you never blacked I out. I never. Up until like my whole uni. And in uni, I used to like, obviously everyone like parties a lot in uni and stuff. Well, not everyone, but mm-hmm. like, and I would, we would drink a lot. Like I would be so belligerently drunk, like, you know, sick, uh, just horrible, horrible, horrible. God, we sound like alcoholics. I know. We Continue. Do. We're not this bad anymore. Um, okay, Daniel. Speak for, speak for myself. I we literally yourself. just talked about how you didn't eat the yeah, other yeah, day. Yeah, never mind. Uh-huh, continue. Um, but uh, yeah, like I never used to black out. And then once I hit like 23, 24. Yeah. After that, it's like really sporadic. So that's like, so crazy. It hits me in like that once- means you did some kind of brain damage, probably. Oh my god! Right? I mean, th- blackout must have some kind of brain damage. Oh god, Rose, I don't want to think about it. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, we're always every every year that we get older, we're already losing brain cells, and I don't want to think about all the brain cells I've killed oh, no. from my from my you know in, enjoying my life going out, you know. So just a little too much. Oh god damn! Oh my gosh. Anyways, oh. wow, that was a tangent and a half, but I I very much enjoyed it. Thank you for sharing that with me, Daniel. Were you living for it, Rose? I was. I think it's going to make me feel better next time I am drunk out of my mind, you know? Oh, great. Have Another you- uh, fantastic piece of news, Daniel. Yes. So Let's actually- keep making us feel bad and our listeners feel bad about the goddamn climate. I know. So guys, I bet I think I feel like it would be unjust for us. It's not true. To talk we about do need it. to talk about it. And I'm like, I'm actually like every day I am concerned. Yeah. Have you heard about this report though that they just released? No, but I kind of want to cry. I know. Can okay. you read it please? So <laughs> basically I'm going to try to like move this so I can kind of like get yeah. a little bit closer and read it. Okay. So basically I guess, um, 
I think it was yesterday or like recently, I guess there was this like report that's been released. Yeah. Um, which basically is saying we are at a code red, whatever that means. Code red probably means it's a fucking dangerous situation. It's a disaster. So, and this is a climate change report guys. And we're like code red for humanity. Yeah. So some highlights of this report. So the landmark study warns of increasing extreme how oh, I can't even read <laughs> heat waves, droughts, flooding, and a key temperature limit being broken in just over a decade. The report is a code red for humanity, says the UN chief. Oh, God. Oh, God. It is not looking good. I know. So they're just they're like we're looking at a graph right now, guys. You can you can look this up. Just like type in like, you know, climate change. I'm sure this, yeah. this report will come up. And IPCC report. Yeah. What IP- is IPCC? I don't know what it stands for. It's OK. Continue. But uh, basically it's showing like a graph of temperatures around the world. And if you look at what's happened since about, like, I mean, it's been rising a little bit, but since like 1950s Since the rise of extreme capitalism, perhaps? But then look, exactly. But then look at how bad. I know. It's from like 2000. Spikes up. In the last 20 years, it's like really yeah. bad. And I mean, it's it, like on the graph, it shows, okay, the overall climate's risen by almost 1.5 degrees Celsius from like the 1850s. Oh my God. What it... Like, what's going to happen? Okay, let's read the key key points. Here's some key points, guys. Global surface temperature was 1.09 degrees higher in the decade between 2011 to 2020 than between 1850 to 1900. So that means, like, in those time periods, when you compare those time periods, like, the surface level of the whole world, when you take, I guess, the average, uh-huh. it's one degree higher. Which, I mean, doesn't sound like a lot, but it's but actually it, substantial. Yeah. It's substantial, yeah. yes. Because the thing the thing is, and I was watching, I think it was the David Attenborough uh, documentary. Yeah. But he was saying, like, the one thing that's, like, really been uh, a key to, like, humans up until now. Yeah. Us thriving on this planet and stuff is we've actually been in a very... Um, relatively uh what's it called uh relatively stable environment okay and what that means some people might be like oh what are you talking about like some places they'll still get the seasons but it's been relatively like consistent do you Mm -hmm, know what i mean like mm -hmm. we get a winter spring summer fall and certain areas have certain time or certain temperature patterns and stuff but it stayed relatively similar for like centuries right and now it's like starting to get hotter and hotter and hotter yeah um, the rate of this, guys, I don't know. This is actually a really depressing article. But like, this is so important. I know. Like it's, unfortunately we're going to have to, we made our bed. We got to lie in it. You know yeah. what I mean? So the recent rate of sea level rise has nearly tripled when you compare. So the recent, I guess recently in the last like, yeah. 20 years or so, um, has tripled compared to the 70 years from 1901 to 1970. So as in, in the last few years, mm-hmm. we've tripled compared to. 70 years from 1901 to 1970. Yeah. Um, the past five years have been the hottest on record since 1850. Yeah. And the reason they say 1850, and I could be wrong here, guys, is I think around 1850 is when they started recording um, global temperatures. Okay. So that's why they say, so basically right. the last five years that we've had have been the hottest since we started re- like recording right. these temperatures. The past five years, Rose. Okay, so what up. what is going to hold on. Okay, it is virtually certain that hot extremes including heat waves have become more frequent and more intense since the 1950s while cold events have become less frequent and less severe. Mm-hmm. Which I mean we've seen it in the summer, let's I be know. honest. Like I mean 
and and even just like because like we always say about like how where we live in Calgary, it's like a bit of a more sheltered area. But I think even in the last kind of five, six years, we've been feeling this as well. Like, you know, we have to, we mentioned like, like look at our winter, just this winter, for example, the last two winters actually have been so mild. Um, We do, we still got like our minus 20 to 30 couple of weeks, but it was like a couple of weeks. Remember like the whole, literally this year, guys, the whole month of January, just about, we could go for walks outside, like yeah. easily go for a really nice like without, long walk. without like a million layers. Exactly. With like just a jeans, mm-hmm. a jacket, some boots. And like we, I mean, we enjoyed it, but yeah. like in all seriousness, if you look at the bigger picture. It's not good. It's not good. Yeah. Um, and so look, and what, look, at, look at how hot our summers are getting now. Like know, it, they are actually getting so hot. Okay. So what do we do? I don't know, Rose. It doesn't say in the, the article what we going to do. It says such outcomes while unlikely would threaten many millions wait what is this has to do with the rise of sea levels so oh. they were saying that a rise of around two meters by the end of the century cannot be ruled out and neither can a rise of five meters by 2150 what and such outcomes while unlikely will threaten many millions more people that are living in coastal areas so a lot of people that live like yeah it's still okay the, this is the thing. It's like we're getting warmer and warmer and warmer and we're feeling those effects right now. I think the hard thing is, is like, like, but we still have to tackle this because, you know, 2150, like most of us aren't probably going to be around at, in 2150. Like that's uh-huh. like, that's like what? A hundred and something yeah, years Yeah, yeah, that's years a long away. time. But like our children's children will. Yeah. And we're also not talking about, the, that's, that's like the extreme, we're talking about like yeah. later on. But like, look at the devastation that's already causing, right? I know. So it's not like we're not already seeing the impacts of exactly. this. So currently we're already seeing all these wildfires, all these like flooding. Yeah. Like how many people died this year from like wildfires, flooding, extreme heat? Exactly. I think the scary thing, the, the scary thing that like, and again, guys, we don't want to like try to like freak everyone out too much. But we, but we need to talk about this. I know. The thing that, the thing that scares me about climate change is it's not like one of those things where it's like, um... Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but basically it's kind of like that snowball. I think I've talked about this before, that snowball that's rolling down the hill in a sense that like, as things are happening, it increases the rate of things happening. Do you know what I mean? Because everything is all interlinked and it, it, it's just like, yeah, it's just not great. It's not great, Rose. It'd be scary as hell. Okay. So what do we do? because nobody wants to do anything and that's the scary part. I know. I think that the, I think that they're, uh, I don't, are we at the point of no return? I don't know. I don't know. Like it says we're at a code red. Does that mean we can't change um, any of this stuff that's going on? I guess there, they are, there is some, I guess, silver line, not silver lining, but they're saying, I guess there's a global summit that's happening in November in Glasgow. um, And hopefully you know, well, I, I put I put faith, and you know what, I I shouldn't put <laughs> blind faith into into political leaders, um, because it does feel like oh, this is a global problem, but nobody wants to address it, and um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, we're fucked. We're fucked. We're just fucked. It'd be scary as hell, and I think. I think the challenge is like we've created this society where it's like impossible to be like, okay, let's just stop doing all this now. Yeah. Cause like and everyone's relying on all this stuff. Like we've now become reliant on all these technologies that fuck up our system. Yeah. You know, and also 
I mean, we have these huge industries mm-hmm. that that are, that are making so much money, and exactly. they're never like this. That's a that's a big thing. I the root cause of all of this. <laughs> it, well, it's not just capitalism, right? But, but like, I mean, the the numbers are clear. Yeah. Like, when did capitalism, like extreme capitalism, become super popular? you know, in the world mm-hmm. around that time well, when the temperature started rising so much. It's interesting because like, if you watch that, um, that documentary that's on Netflix called, I believe it's called capital. Yeah. They talk about like up until about the fifties was like a really good time. I guess a good time for humanity in a sense that like the middle class was growing. Right. You didn't have, and then all of a sudden it was like getting crazy. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like huge. Not that they didn't have extremely rich people before, yeah. but like it was like this extreme capitalism and you're right. Like, but it was almost like because of this, growth in middle class as well Mm. this allowed so many people to at this point be because before maybe Mm. like rich people it was like extremely wealthy people yeah and then very poor people yeah maybe something like that um which is also not good Mm. but then when you just have like a couple people that are like really rich and like eating up all the resources it's not really gonna make a huge impact because there's less of them exactly there's much less right but then now with the rise of the middle class and with the rise of you know all these industries, yeah. capital, like all these things. In part, it was a good thing that yeah. we have a stronger middle class, but because we were just focused on growing and growing and growing. Mm. Now, ev- like all these people can now consume just as much as maybe the rich people did in the past. Exactly. And I think, I think that there's a few issues in our general, like, I mean, and we're all, we're all victims, not victims. We're victims all cult- and perpetrators. Exactly. <laughs> victims and perpetrators of this. Like in a sense, like one of the biggest problems, especially in like the Western world. And so yeah. I don't know how much like is, uh, what's it called? Like consumerism or yeah, like yeah, yeah. kind of like we need things all, the, all time. the time. We need to buy the newest gadgets. We need yep. to get all this stuff. We need the newest devices, the newest all the time. And we forget that like all of these things take resources, right? Yeah. So, and we have to eat meat three times a day, oh seven days a week. What's I, I, I don't I honestly, guys, like I don't know what the answer is. I think that there's steps that need to be taken. And I think what eventually is going to have to happen is somehow and I don't know how this is going to happen, but like somehow there's going to have to be a crackdown where, you know, we as a society are like we can't like, I don't know, like. Yeah. What here's I think there needs to be. many things right yeah there needs to be like change from like uh the industry level so governments need to put like major regulations things like this yeah like we need some extreme change from that systemic top level yeah and then we also need people consumers changing consumer behavior consumer behavior stop eating fucking meat all the time (laughs) okay like so I think that's the two, actually, that's two really mm-hmm. good points. I think that we are, and again, guys, this is just us kind of ha- shooting shit mm-hmm. right now, having chat. Like we're, we don't have all the answers guys, mm. but actually it does make sense. If you think about it from that perspective, the two biggest things that will have impacts, lasting impacts, I think is governments stepping in mm-hmm. and, you know, Consumer demand. And consumer demand, right? So it's like government stepping in by saying, okay, there's certain things that companies have to do. Companies will have to follow that. You know what I mean? If they want to operate in those countries, they have to follow it. And it has to be a global... Oh God, this is the problem. Yeah, this is the issue. We could do all those regulations in Canada, but then if all the other countries aren't doing it, or I'm just using that as an example, but like, it's like that example of like me and you being in the boat. (laughs) Like if we're shoveling out water, but then you have like 20 people with hoses pouring water into the boat, we're all going to sink still, right? So... And we'd be sinking. I know. We'd be sinking really fast, guys. Especially we'd be above, you know, what did you call a meth lab? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, God damn. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing. That's another problem, right? Like mm -hmm. we have, um, I know a lot of people in the U.S. 
obviously believe in climate change. Yeah. And they want, they're also just as desperate as we are. Yeah. But then also so many people, maybe an equal number of people, maybe not equal, but Mm. like very large number of people don't believe in it. Yeah. And not even just that, but like their government does not believe in it. So nothing can get done. Exactly. Like, but that's not just the U.S. There's a lot of places. Think about yeah, all. It's think definitely about, not just the U.S. Exactly. Think but about the U.S. is the most one of the most powerful. Yeah, they are. They are. That's and I think, the difference. I think that is. You're right. That's a huge impact. Yeah. But there, there's lots of countries out there where you know, obviously, like high government corruption. Yeah. And they're just not getting. They're not able to get these things done yeah. either. And you're right. Like so. The two like China, bi- like yeah. we're fucked, man. The two biggest things <laughs> that need to happen are probably never like, are not going to happen yeah. fast enough or soon because enough. Look at the two superpowers of the world, China yeah. and the US. and the US. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay, like. Well, it's not that the, it's not that necessarily. You're right. Like, there's people there that know that this is a real challenge. But you're right. The governments and in place yeah. and the the way that the industry and capitalism has like grown in in and controls everything basically yeah. it's like people never gonna change money. yeah people just care about that bottom line uh, and i just like what shocks me is like i'm like do you not worry about your children like, yeah like do you not like these people have children mm. and to me it's like do they or do they think because i have a lot of money i'll be okay because i can find like shelter and stuff or whatever maybe i don't know i i, I really think I really or think do that they there's not believe in it. Exactly. I, I really think that there's a lot of people, maybe not a lot, but like people are just just detached from it. Do you know what I mean? Like I think I think that's that's part of the issue. When yeah. we, and we talked about like changing consumer behavior and stuff. Yeah. And like wh- and I know we've talked about this again on this podcast like so many times, but like a huge uh factor of what, you know, one thing that consumers could do to kind of combat yeah. climate change is reduce or eliminate meat and animal products from their diet. Yeah. But people aren't doing that, yeah. right? And and people, well, people are, but just not to the same level that needs yeah. to be done, right? And again, it's not saying that those are necessarily bad people. Yeah. But they just like, for whatever reason, they've detached themselves from that mm-hmm. piece. And, yeah. you know, it's it's so hard. Like, because, yeah. you know, even my parents, like they're still, you know, eating yeah. meat and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I've talked to them so many times, but like, it's almost like, not out of sight, out of mind, but they, they have detached the two. Yeah. They don't see it as the same thing. Well, cause they're thinking, even if I stop eating meat, mm-hmm. everyone else is eating meat. So it's not going to make a difference. Yeah. Well, and it look at like, even in Rose, even in the, well, I had a piece of hair. Okay. <laughs> just have keeping an eye on use Rose, Rose. <laughs> Um, even in our city, it's like, we'll have these new restaurants that open up. Like, that oh, are they're all like, fucking steakhouses. Kill me. All steakhouses, all meat, all. And I'm just like, oh yeah. my God. Like, I this know. is just such a bad Everyone's just thing. so blind. And they're like, oh my God, I wonder why it's like so hot. Yeah. I don't understand what's happening. And there's, there's so many factors. There's been, you know, research upon research upon research. And, you know, there's. I would say like majority because there are a few fringe scientists that don't necessarily agree. They are bought by the fucking industries. Yeah. But I think mm-hmm. by now, I think at, at this point, there's like 90% of scientists. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm it's throwing, 90 I'm, something percent. Yeah, I'm throwing numbers out, guys, but I'm pretty sure we could find something <laughs> to substantiate this. There's a huge majority. Well, let's just say majority. Yes. Majority of scientists now agree that this is a serious issue yeah. and that we are without a doubt yeah. contributing to what's going yes. on in the environment. And it's not just the argument that, oh, the, the Earth's um, temperatures and weather patterns fluctuate, you know, they yeah. fluctuate How do you the look at that time. chart and still be in denial? But it's because they argue like the events yeah. that happened in the past, you know, like right. with the, uh, you know, extinction of the dinosaurs, there was a huge, like, I don't know, mysterious weather patterns oh and things my God. that happened. But, you know, I, it, it's just, 
it's no, it's, but like all like that chart where it says from the fifties, it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and we can't we can't yeah. dispute that that has to be. God, I just ha- love non scientists like mm. thinking that they're scientists. You yeah. know, like, well, there's like, so many. Like, I don't so pretend many. to be a scientist. Yeah, but I listen to the scientists yeah. that are scientists. Exactly. You know, and when you are presented with so much data, oh, so God. much information, guys, yeah. we could go on and go into like a rabbit hole, yeah. find facts, figures, and yes. Don't get me wrong, because a lot of these are projections and some of them are like, you know, hypotheses and everything else. Of course, they're all hypotheses. They might not necessarily, every single one of them come true. They might disagree a little bit as to the severity of what's going to happen, but they can all agree on one thing that, you know, it's getting worse. Yeah. So... Oh God, guys. It's it's just, it's, it's, uh, the thing is people have been predicting this for decades at this point. You know, we've been talking about this for decades. Like, I remember, like, Al Gore. Like, that documentary came out. That was in the 90s, wasn't it? Yeah, like, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. I remember watching that. I think that was the first time when I, like, learned about this, like, That was the first time I think I did as well. And I was like, we fucked. And that was was back then. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. And now things have gotten worse. I mean, like... What are people going to do? I know. This is scary. Yeah. There's like fires and shit in like Turkey and Greece. There's so much. Well, basically there's extreme weather patterns happening. Everywhere. All over the world now. Like, and like we feel it. Like now, like it's it's not even just a theory, you know? Yeah. Like we definitely feel it. We can see it. We, ha- we, we see, see it, it. Happen gl- happening globally. Yeah. So. We've had extreme hot weather in Canada, you guys. In Canada. I know. We hit. So for the first time ever, guys, for those of you that aren't in Canada, um, this summer we hit the highest temperature ever ever recorded in Canada yep. ever guys. Yeah. We had like literally basically like towns imp- explode <laughs> from how fucking hot oh, it was. Um, and this summer, like it in, was 49 degrees. Yeah. 49. It was 49.7 or something. Oh, my, it was disgusting. almost 50 degrees and which doesn't happen. Like this is not normal temperatures yeah. for us to be getting yeah. even in a heat wave. Like, yeah, Calgary, even when I was growing up, we'd sometimes have a random heat Our wave. Our heat wave was like 30 degrees. I know, but that's, <laughs> that's what it would be. It would be like 30 degrees for a week. Yeah. Now it's like this summer, even Calgary, we hit record temperatures. Yeah. 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 The most like, you know, yeah. huge. And for the longest period of time, yeah. like consecutive days. And our summer has, and again, part of me is like, I don't, I, I, I enjoy the heat, but at the same time, it's like, yeah. this is not good. Yeah. You but know? you know what's sad? Because whoever's that? listening to this, we're preaching to the choir. I know. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people that are listening to this already agree with us. Mo- mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure most people. Yeah. They might agree to disagree. Well, not agree to disagree, but no, they might like have a different. A slight, yeah, yeah. They might think it's not maybe as crazy. Yeah. But fucking code red. I know. Like, I feel. Oh, oh what God. do we do? Like, are we, are we like, what, what do we do, Daniel? What's the. That's a, do they not have a solution? Like, well, I I would hope that maybe like these climate summits, like there must be something, yeah, that's going to come yeah. from it. Like, there. I ha- think the we, problem is like even if we get people to, it has to come from top up. I think that's yeah. the most important thing. Yeah, of course the bo- like top up and bottom up approach is the that's, best. That's the, the only way it's going to comp- exactly. Yes. I think I think but, you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, but the problem is if it's just bottom up like grassroots it's yeah. not going to happen fast enough yeah and there's too many industries that are so strong and so powerful mm. that like it, i don't think it'll make the change fast enough even yeah. if like let's say i don't know like a bunch of people went vegan tomorrow yeah. like i don't think it would make the change fast enough at this point like i think it would help maybe a little bit yeah but these industries are so strong and the problem is also like even if like let's say 
meat consumption is going down this is my concern about yeah. this whole thing like if meat consumption is going down i think in like canada and the u.s maybe mm. maybe a little bit but then countries like china which have billion it's people up. it's going up yeah because now they are kind of like in they're still i mean at this point they're like a fucking economic powerhouse yeah but like and but their middle class has been growing steadily yeah. right so almost it's almost like they had their like rise of capitalism mm. in the last you know few years yeah and because of that they're now enjoying quote unquote you mm. know the benefits quote unquote of like living that like more luxurious life and that yeah. means more meat yeah. you know in asia like eating meat is kind of like a sign it's of a prosperity of yeah exactly yeah so and even in countries like korea for example korea is a smaller country so mm. it wouldn't make such a big impact but the amount of meat that koreans eat now is so much more yeah yeah, yeah. you know like if you like talk to if you see how like grandmas and grandpas eat they eat a lot of like plant-based food veggies yeah, 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 yeah mostly veggies most of our side dishes are veggies they don't eat a huge mm. uh thing of meat that's not a that's not a common thing but now yeah. it's like it's ever everyone's eating meat yeah. every single time but that's why that's why i agree with you in a sense that it needs to be a yeah it's a bottom up but also a top down right? mostly like, top down I and think. i think that's where where we i oh, think uh, but that's where the bottom up activism has to also exactly take and place. i think as we start putting more pressure on the government and as we oh, see because what's going to happen is like uh, like we're going to see more and more of these extreme climate changes and as more and more people start to get fed up with it, they are going to put pressure, hopefully, on the governments and start making their own changes, but also yeah. try to get some regulation or something <sighs> in place. Because the problem, the problem with capitalism, the main, well, not the main problem. There's so many problems. <laughs> but uh, one of the issues with un unregulated capitalism is that unless, if a company is making money, they will continue to do whatever it is exactly. that's making them money. Exactly. The only reason that they would reduce what they're doing or change what they're doing is if they weren't making money from it or if they were prohibited from doing it right or restricted in exactly. some way otherwise they're not changing their exactly. behavior or Mo they were heavily taxed exactly for some reason money talks in capitalism exactly and that these companies these multi-billion dollar companies are not going to make any changes unless there's some pressure yeah. from the top down oh god daniel but, but but the governments, a lot of them are like they're corrupt. I know, and they're funded by these companies. I don't know, guys. Exactly. I don't know. That, anyway, this is why it is a very scary, scary situation we mm -hmm. have because it's almost like we feel powerless. Like, and every time now, every time I do like a Q and A on Instagram, people yeah. always ask me. They're like, "What do I do about this like despair that I feel about what's happening with this climate?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I never, yeah. I'm, 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 I really try to give like good advice, but I also feel the same thing. Yeah. But I try to like, for example, be like, I, I try to be like, we can't think about this 24 seven because mm -hmm. that's a recipe for severe anxiety. Of course. <laughs> and this there's is nothing we can do really other than what we can change. Exactly. And I think, I think in, it's in, it is important though, guys, for yeah. those of you that are listening, I think steps that I've like personally started doing mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. stuff is like just focusing on, you know, and obviously these are like small little things, but like, again, like plant-based lifestyle yes for example you mm -hmm. know e reducing that meat animal agriculture severely we have severely, to reduce it exactly. severely guys so much so that's one again, thing again we're preaching to the choir but anyway i know i know you guys know this yes. um but another thing also just like little things like making sure that you're recycling when yeah. you go to the grocery store take your own bag don't be using like yeah. the, the the plastic bags like little things like this do yeah. make a change if we're all doing it and yes it's little things and also and this one's easier said than done because like i feel like we all do this sometimes but try to like 
think about when you're buying something like do I actually need this right. this thing right like right. don't don't just be like oh I need to buy like a bazillion things to fill my house right. because you don't actually need right. all that stuff right or so, even like even when you choose a house to live do we really need to live in a mansion for two people exactly this is another point that's a very good point like <laughs> people like we are so spoiled here in North America mm-hmm. like we live in giant homes when we really don't need to yeah I mean, it's 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 a strain on yeah. resources. It's a huge and, strain. And so little things like this, start thinking about that. Being mindful; those are little changes yeah. I think we can all start doing. Yeah, sharing um, articles like this to yeah. your social media feed, maybe Facebook. God, God Lord, knows. God, Lord Facebook knows. is a fucking dark dark place now when did facebook become so dark i honestly don't when did this shift happen because i don't know remember there was like a time when like everyone used facebook like everyone yeah, was, our age used facebook it's so funny because i literally was skyping my friend yeah. the other day uh from the uk we met backpacking yeah so that was like you know 10 years ago oh god um <laughs> but anyway honestly facebook back then because i like barely use facebook now um like nobody does not our age i know but Facebook back then was like such a interesting place in a sense. Like it was a connecting place. Like I yes. had all my friends on there. I, anybody I met traveling, I would have them on there. And then I used like Facebook messenger to like stay in touch with them. Yep. Or if yep. I was going places. Um, and also I used to like post pictures on there and share like yes. my travel albums. I used to love sharing yeah. photos on Facebook. And that's all I would use it for. And it felt like such a nice place and people would put their statuses. And then there's a couple things that happened. Number one, and I don't know when this happened, but like, Obviously, Facebook started posting so many fucking ads. Yes. So I think that's where it went ads. down. Yeah. yeah. And, and then once that started happening, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'm just not going to... Because I was going through my feed and yeah. like... Because you used to have your feed and you could see what your friends were doing and yeah. see their albums and yeah. stuff. And there never used to be any ads in there. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, all this random shit that you didn't care about started yeah. coming up. And then I think this stuff is like what started like polarizing people on Facebook. Yeah. Partially is mm-hmm. the problem. And then Facebook became this like... Honestly, guys, like some of these articles, like sponsored articles and things that come up, I'll like go to the article. And again, I, I'm rarely on Facebook Mm -hmm. and oh my God, (laughs) the comment section. Oh God. Holy shit. There are some fucking wild people. I know. Right. Anyone now that uses Facebook is like old, like boomer. It's like a boomer fucking, you know, Mm. like, you know, I don't like, but it is like become a very toxic place. It really has. And I don't know why though. It like kind of migrated to older people using it. Yeah. 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 That's where I'm confused. But also I don't know why it went from like this like normal place where like it was such a nice space because, to like because of what happened i think they did it on purpose though right because mm-hmm. first the, the goal when you first like for example launch a social media website yeah that the goal isn't to advertise right away no of course the goal is to get as many people on that platform as possible yeah and that's what facebook did yeah. so that's why they created such a great space for mm-hmm. all of us to you know add people connect. and connect with people yeah. and in some ways it was fantastic at the time yeah. but at the same but we were so naive and we didn't realize that there Nothing's was a different free. goal. Yeah. There, nothing is free. There was a different goal in mind. That's where they got your, all your information. Yeah. Your, you know, how old you are, what kind of things you like, Oh, your likes and dislikes or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And you know, your activities. And then that's when they can start rolling in the ads because yeah. before you have all the, the entire audience, you can't roll out ads. Mm-hmm. And then, then people not use it. Yes. Yeah. And then there's all these Facebook pages and I, I don't know exactly how it got so polarized, mm. but uh, it that's well, partially it's because of like the target marketing, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 This is the thing is even like, and they talked about this, um, in that social, social dilemma. dilemma. Yeah. yeah. And, and basically they were saying about like, it's this targeted 
um, in some ways it's kind of, it can be good, but it can also be really bad because like, for example, like that targeted marketing, I actually have found things, some, some things that have come up where I'm like, Oh, interesting. Like I was looking for a trip to Portugal or something and all these, the great Airbnbs (laughs) came up. I was like, Oh my God, that's an amazing deal. Went and checked it out and actually did go and buy something from these, these pop-up ads. But then also it can just like the algorithm can get really crazy and like this random shit gets populated. But it starts to polarize because it really f- focuses it in. It niches certain- in. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because I was just talking to my mom, mom about this today. And she was saying how like, yeah, like sometimes there's this, apparently some, there's some crazy Korean like newspaper mm-hmm. and it's like very extreme. And sometimes she'll like click on it just to like see how crazy people are. <laughs> yeah. And then after she clicks on it, all she gets fed are those articles yeah. from that yeah. newspaper. So if you read one article that's like, oh, climate change is not real. All of a sudden you are fed all of those articles from so the algorithm then, from the algorithm. So mm. then you start to th- get brainwashed. Well, and they said this in the, in the, in this social dilemma yeah. as well, guys, a great documentary watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, but they all, they said, and it does kind of make sense to like human psychology and yeah. stuff, but they're like, okay, for example, myself, like very, like I'm more on the liberal side. Mm-hmm. I think there are some good, some good from capitalism, but I'm not so pro capitalism as mm-hmm. you guys all, all know. Same with Rose. Um, but it, let's say I watched one video that happened to be pro capitalism, but it, like not like an extreme one, but kind of like semi, you know. And I'm like, oh, okay, there <laughs> and then they start feeding me mm-hmm. the similar kind of level of videos for a while. Right. I start watching more and more of more of those, and then you get in further then, into the rabbit hole. Exactly. Then it uh-huh. starts getting more dark stuff, more like deeper into it. True. And, and it can really veer you off onto a path. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I don't think that was the intention of, you know, the intention of the algorithm and the intention of all the ads is to get you to buy stuff. Right. But like, it's, it's have this like dark underbelly now where it can like really lead people, especially people that are easily influenced Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. off onto a tangent. Yeah. Yeah. Like really, really crazily. Oh God. Into a. So yeah. How do we get into this topic? Oh gosh. Oh, Facebook. Yeah. Facebook and how, you know, cause I feel like Facebook is where a lot of those, um, climate changes and real articles would be. Right. Yeah. You know, just like pulled on there and. Is Instagram next? Well, pardon me guys. Instagram is another one where I've noticed. Yeah. Cause it never used to be like this and I'm becoming less and less like wanting to go on Instagram. Really? Yeah. Okay. Cause I think all platforms are going to be like this I at know. some point. Uh-huh. I'm almost like, cause like part of me is like, I want to like sometimes remove my socials, but then at the same time I'm like, yeah. I'm connected with so many people internationally Exactly. where I'm like all my international friends, yeah. even though I don't see them all the time. Like if yeah. I was to go to a certain country, uh-huh. it might've been a friend I haven't seen for like 10 years, but exactly. I'd message no, them. No, totally. Right? That's, that's one good thing about still having a Facebook. <laughs> exactly. This is, this is the, the, the uh-huh. thing. So they kind of got you. Um, but even with Instagram, I've noticed like there are so many ads on there now. Yeah, there are. Like it's actually ridiculous. Like I'll go on to like, you know, like the stories and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. every second one or right. every, even like sometimes a, every like other paid one. Ad, yeah. Right. Yeah. And even when you scroll through the feed now, yeah. it's just so many paid advertisements. I'm I like, know. I'm just kind of like, oh, this is not really, I'm not here to be just advertised right. all the time. You know? Yeah. So, I know. I don't uh, know what's next. But that's why I like, you know, I think these streaming services are uh-huh. somewhat like for example like i'm on netflix spotify these kind of things you like those because you pay for them sure you because i was using yeah. spotify the free one and obviously you get ads and everything else yeah yeah yeah. but as soon as you and this is the th- the kind of catch 22 as soon as you start paying for something you don't get the ads you don't get the ads like just netflix, like our patreon exactly <laughs> that's a very good plug yes Rose. thank you um well um, i also pay for youtube premium because yeah. i don't like to see the ads either sorry yeah. guys i know i know there's ads on my videos too mm-hmm. that's this is the thing it's like you got to make money. Advertising is normal, mm. blah, blah, blah. But then 
yeah, I don't know. It's but, it's but a tough. It, 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 but I get it. But like, even if you're so, if you're paying for YouTube Premium, sure. The thing is, the videos that you watch, those creators are still gonna get. Some, yeah, I wonder how that works. Yeah, no, but, it's, it, uh, you yeah. get both, I believe. Right, right, yeah, you right. get the ad okay. revenue, and then you get yes. like revenue from that. But right. um. Anyway, guys, that was a little tangent and what's, a half. What's the next story about Joe Rogan? The last story. Have you not heard I about the, Joe all the Joe, Rogan. Joe Rogan I really scandal. haven't been... I've been so busy. I haven't like paid attention to um. It's to not any such of a scandal. It's a scandal. And it's not even that... It's, it's not that surprising. He's always in a scandal. Yeah, even given that it's Joe Rogan. But basically... <laughs> um, he, what I are guess, your thoughts on Joe Rogan? To be honest, okay, <laughs> this is kind of bad. I should probably watch him just for research as to like <laughs> how to make a podcast. Because his podcast is fucking huge. It's huge. It's like... It's the biggest one, I think, in the world. I think, it, yeah, he's like the biggest, yeah, the biggest podcaster. Yeah. And I should probably watch that to like get ideas and tips and tricks for ours. But yeah. like, you know, um, yeah, anyway, I don't, I don't think I've ever watched a full I, episode. I watch, I watch, yeah, I've never watched a full episode. Mm-hmm. I watch like small snippets mm-hmm. or listen to small snip- snippets that he like posts on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't really I don't really know. Yeah. I think he was just very early on in the game. Like, that's I, exactly I think what it was. He started podcasting before people even knew what podcasting was. And that's that that yeah. the, and that's the thing. That's and part he of already it. had a he was already a celebrity. right? Yeah, he had like because he was yeah. a UFC announcer or something. Yes, exactly. so and he was in like Fear Factor. Yeah, so he had like a yeah. he had a you know a, yeah. a pull. But basically, the reason why and again, guys, this isn't actually that big of news. But I guess he did like an episode or maybe it was like a couple episodes mm-hmm. where he talked about you know all this stuff going on with the vaccine and you know the vaccine is gonna like talking about the vaccine polarizes people anyway sure so his first okay tell me is he complaining that it's going to be mandatory oh my god so he is becoming more and more like extreme i feel like on the conservative side yes yeah 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 because before he was kind of like back and forth back and forth yeah yeah yeah. um but okay so basically the tar- the title of the article guys Joe Rogan rips vaccine passports as moving the US closer to dictatorship. So I guess in the episode that he was discussing about these the US is like talking about and actually a lot of countries are talking about having this yes. idea or this concept of having a vaccine passport. Yeah. What are your thoughts Would- on that Rose? <laughs> I mean that's if you want to eat at like restaurants and you know stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, listen. I've, I've said this before and I've, I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. This is not new. I know. This is not a new concept. Having man, pretty much mandatory vaccines mm-hmm. is, I'm sorry, not really a new concept. When we were in, when we were in elementary, we got vaccinated. I did know. we not? We did. Yeah. Um, maybe we could have, we could have opted out. I don't know. I don't really know. Like, like, I think it was like pretty, if you want to go to school with other kids, yeah, you got to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. This is not new information. If you want to go, like, when I went to Serengeti, when I went to Africa, mm. I had to get like a f- bunch of vaccines. I got, to, I had to get like yellow fever vaccine. I had to get like a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. I think his argument, I mean, and I get, okay. So he's saying uh-huh. the, why he doesn't like these vaccines. Well, what are your thoughts? Sorry. Before we continue with okay. what he thinks. So I also agree with you in a sense that like, okay, can somebody kind of explain to me, I guess it's <laughs> like, you know, there's certain rules that we have in place for things right like society yeah for example like you know and i'm again i'm I'm not sure where i where i sit with this but i kind of get it to a small amount exactly i can see kind of on both sides obviously i'm leaning to one one Uh side as you guys know but like for example like if you want to go to a bar you have to show ID and like yes. some of those bars might like scan your ID. And if you don't have ID, you're not getting in. I get it that to, to get an ID, you don't, you still have to take a test and stuff, but maybe you don't uh-huh. have to eject, inject anything mm-hmm. into your body, um, which is what you have to do with the vaccine. Um, 
so I get like that part of it where it's like, oh, you know, like I should be able to make that choice if I want to take the vaccine. But then I would say on the flip side, we're in a, we live in a capitalistic society. So I would argue then restaurant owners, bar owners. Sorry. Mm -hmm. You'd be getting too excited over here, Rose. Then on the flip side, if you're saying my body, my choice, then the restaurant owners should say my, my business, my restaurant, my my choice. choice. Exactly. So if restaurant owners and they say, you know what? I want my patrons to feel safe. I'm going to make it a mandatory thing that you have to have a vaccine passport. That's the thing. Are they even like, is this even happening the way that they are like making it seem like it's happening? Like, isn't restaurants, isn't it their choice whether or not they want to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, take up the vaccine? I don't, I don't know what it's like happening in the States. Like I really don't. (laughs) I know that for example, like for example, a perfect example of this was stampede. So, so we had like stampede is a big festival that we have here in Calgary for like two weeks in July. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that they were doing Mm-hmm. which is kind of, I don't know, it's not exactly like a COVID passport, but like uh, you did have to, if you wanted to go into the beer tents, you had to prove that you'd been vaccinated either first or second dose within yeah. the last, uh, within uh, it, per, two weeks. Did they actually check though? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, okay. I went. Oh, inside the, the actual Yeah, stampede. you had to go okay. there and then they would like look you up on a system, oh, okay, I think, okay. and stuff, and then they gave you a bracelet. Yeah. However, if you didn't have the vaccines, yeah. then you had to subject to a uh, rapid test. Right. Okay. Okay. So there was one or the other. Right. But and I guess some people's argument is like, if um, if somebody's not vaccinated and they go to like an event. Right. Right. And everyone else is vaccinated except for that one person. Really, they're only putting themselves at risk. Sure. But at the same time, again, you have to like, there's it's more complex than that, right? Yeah. Like it's like. Yeah. Um, I just here's the thing. There are rules of mm-hmm. living in a society. We do not live in a completely free and open mm-hmm. society, unfortunately. Unless you want anarchy, that's not what we're living. There yeah. are rules, like you said. If you want to go to a bar, you gotta, you know, be a certain age. Yeah. You gotta show your ID. There are things that you have to do if mm-hmm. you want to do certain things in a society. We have to wear clothes when we go outside. What it's about okay. my body, my choice? Can't I go outside wearing no clothes? Isn't that a what do you call it? Like an infringement on my freedom? You can make this argument about so many things. I know. If you want to drive a car, you need to have a license. If you want to drive a car, you should not be intoxicated. Mm. There are rules for the safety and well-being of other people because mm-hmm. you are not living alone in a forest by yourself. You are living in a society. Mm. Well, here, here, I guess on his podcast, Rogan was saying, only dumb people would accept such restrictive rules, especially when the U.S. became the greatest superpower the world ever known. Oh my God, he's sounding like Trump. I know, through the first... Um, experiment in self-government that actually worked and how did and how did it do that it did it through freedom he told listeners (laughs) he and what scares me is how many people listen to this fucking dumbass i'm sorry like i'm gonna say it he's got so many followers like i don't dislike him yeah but i also like when he says stuff like this it Mm. concerns me yeah that like so many people and he says things like here's the problem he doesn't think about like what he is saying. I don't think as much as he should considering how much of an impact he has. Mm -hmm. And his argument is he's like, Oh, you know, I'm just having a conversation. I'm like, yeah, you are, but you're, you're also very certain when you talk, exactly, which is a bit of a concern since you have no fucking idea where you're talking about. Yeah. And you are talking to millions of well, dumb bros. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I judge guys when they're like, Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm a huge listener of the Joe Joe Rogan podcast. podcast. I'm like, Oh, of course you are. You and like fucking every other dumbass guy on the planet. It's like when you meet those, well, I don't, I haven't met any of those guys lately, but like, you know, guys that say they read that, that what's that book that they were, everyone was reading the game or something. Oh, the game. Oh, Oh. that's worse. I know that is, that is very much worse, but, But, um, I I get when, you know, I, again, I've listened to Joe Rogan sometimes like, yeah, but like, it's like when guys are like really into Joe Rogan, you know, like I don't, I don't mind if they're like, is that a deal baker rose? 
Is that a deal breaker? Oh, it might be, <laughs> especially after this shit. Hey, I'm really like into uh, yeah, Joe man, Rogan. I really like oh, podcasts. Yeah, I, yeah. Have you have you heard of the Joe Rogan experience? <laughs> like, no, I've never heard of that before I in my have, life. I'll be like, okay, dude. Yeah. See you later. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. And it's like some of his comments. He's like, you have one step away from a king. One step. Yeah, one step away from a king. One step closer. You're moving one step closer to a dictatorship. That's oh what the gosh. f is happening. Like. Um, this is an insult to people that have lived in a dictatorship. Grown, this is such a fucking joke. I know. That's that's what's going to happen with the vaccine passport. That's what's going to happen if they close borders, he continued, suggesting a day you can't enter New York City unless you have pa- you have your papers. But like again, again, we're talking about like he doesn't like <laughs> He's making it seem like they're just making you have a passport for no reason. Like, yeah. we're talking about an infectious disease. Okay? I know. Like, it's, like this is, this we is, can argue the extent of which it's bad. You can argue that. Yeah. But he's making it seem like there's no reason that people are doing this. Exactly. And there's no reason for like... we <laughs> Being concerned. Exactly. We mentioned this about other countries. And again, we said this about businesses, but also countries. Is like, for example... Uh, we say that we, you know, we need to be free and we have all these freedoms and whatever else. And, you know, I do agree with that to some, to some extent, mm-hmm. but there, you're, like you said, we do have rules in place for a reason for society. And I do think like, especially when it comes to like travel and stuff, I think countries are well within their rights because of this is an infectious disease mm-hmm. to say, you know what, if you don't have your vaccine, you're not allowed in our country. 1000%. Because, you know, especially countries that like, you know, if they have like universal healthcare and stuff, yeah. they don't want to have to like have that burden put on them in the yeah. off chance that you bring the virus or you yeah. are more contagious or you get sick when you're there and you're a burden. Like there's so many different factors. And yeah. like you said, like this isn't new. Like there's lots of countries that before this is, this is the first time where I guess we're seeing it at such a scale, but like there's other countries that if you want to go there and you have the privilege to be able to go there, there's rules or there's things that you have to follow yes. for the safety of the people there and for your own safety. Exactly. And one of them is going and getting certain vaccines exactly. and getting certain things before you go to, mm-hmm. you know, wherever you're going. And like the thing that's crazy to me is like, there's already been like, even though the vaccines, like I know that they got pushed through quite quickly for like approval process and everything else. And that's why a lot of people were hesitant and really like um, nervous about getting these vaccines, which, you know, sure. fair enough. Um, but like, even with the studies that have come out and stuff lately, they're saying like, and I can't remember what it is, but it's like basically majority of the people now going to hospitals and getting like 99%. It's something ridiculous. Like it's really high, especially in the States um, are unvaccinated people. Yes. So I think that in itself is like Mm -hmm. kind of a reason they're like, it's so like, yeah, Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Again, like we could argue about the, the passports but again, I, i'm pretty sure that the passports are just there for businesses that choose yeah to make them like to implement them or not that's mm-hmm. up to them i think it's like with masks right now here yeah like you can yeah most businesses are choosing that you don't have to wear your mask exactly but if a business wants to have a, a certain restriction that's up to the business that's yeah. capitalism like yeah. what the fuck are people complaining about I know it's kind of like, and then so that so we had okay, this. So that's that's the that's the tea. That's the tea. Well, has also, he gotten some backlash? He has gotten backlash. Then also on a on a flip side as well, sure. um, he was uh, Joe Rogan was talking about this this study, and I'm not going to go into the intricacies of it because I don't fully understand it. Okay, but it was about like vaccines, and and he pulled this like random study, not random study, this study from 2015 that okay. that had studied um, like different. Again, I'm not going to go into like perfect, like what it was, <laughs> but basically he like cited this study and he like, again, you're right. He speaks with such conviction sometimes. Yes. 
And it's so funny because actually one of the like scientists that was involved in that study whose name right. is on the paper came out and was like, Joe Rogan's a fucking idiot. So like, he said is, it, he basically read it wrong. Yeah. He like interpreted the the, the the study wrong. And like the study was specific to like a certain vaccine within mice right. for a certain kind of disease, which was like very different than what we're experiencing with yeah. COVID. And the scientist that was part of the study was like, oh my God, like Joe this Rogan, problem what are you doing? The problem is the the Joe Rogan bros that are listening to this episode mm-hmm. are not going to necessarily Google this you know, episode afterwards and find out that he falsely, you know, interpreted the study. Yeah. So they're going to think, oh, he cited a study. So he must be correct. Yeah. 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 So this is the problem when somebody with such a big and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it was an innocent mistake. Yeah. But it's like it's so dangerous Mm. when especially with it's dangerous with studies because so many people that don't know how to read studies, like I'll, I'll be the first one to say, yeah, I don't really know how to, yeah, well. like I don't know how to read studies. It, it's like a lot of, there's a lot of like, like scientific jargon and like, yeah, like there's a lot of things that you have to know about studies yeah. to actually be able to understand. Mm-hmm. That's why like, it's good to trust people that have some kind like, let's say a doctor, mm-hmm. even if a doctor might not be studying a field of, for example, like nutrition or mm-hmm. vaccines, they know how to read studies, yeah, right? Yeah. They know how so to like look they're more those. likely to be able to understand the study. Yeah. They may not be, perfect but they're much more likely than joe rogan bro right here exactly and (laughs) i also think the important thing as well is like because like a part of a study is there's always like a hypothesis in there there's like some you know they have some test subjects and they're doing whatever with with you know as part of the study and like you can't i feel like with studies it's really hard like if you just take stuff out of context from a study exactly because there's certain elements like you kind of have to read the whole article and this is probably why i like never read studies because it's so fucking long exactly they're so long they're so complex there's a lot of different layers to these especially these like scientific papers and stuff and like you can't just like take one sentence out of context and out of that fits your narrative exactly Mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the issues and uh yeah that's basically what he did he's been kind of getting a bit of backlash for it well he's Um, not gonna get any any actual backlash because he's so rich and powerful oh god i know he's like i can't like power i mean i i just like <laughs> i don't know i know anyway so that's that that's how we feel about joe rogan <laughs> oh, god damn <laughs> the same time i do need to, i think i should just like watch some episodes just only for my own research oh, god, but sometimes it just like i feel like because i feel like he was a little bit more palatable like maybe a, a couple few years, years ago. ago yeah but again i feel like he's becoming more and more like this kind of you know yeah because i seem to remember and i don't he wasn't bad before yeah, i feel like i recall that he did an episode with a, one of our favorite people, Candace Owens. Yes. Yes. And, and he, he like, like called, called her, out. her out on climate change and it was on Exa- climate change. Yes. It was great. And he like put some pressure on her and asked her some really like good questions. Yes. And I'm like, that's what I want to see. Yeah. Like don't necessarily take one side or the other. And he was actually like, I remember the discussion that he had with Candace Owens and I remember, cause I actually, so I did see, I, mm-hmm. I have seen some Joe Rogan episodes and I just remember this one episode with Candace Owens and just the way he like questioned her and the way that he was like, well, and, and he was so good when he mm-hmm, did it because mm-hmm. he was like very not like biased one way or the other. Like he did have like kind of some feelings, but he was like, look, I'm not a scientist either. Yeah. But, but Candace, like when you say these things, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is how people are like seeing it. Do you know right. what I mean? Like you can't just like dismiss this. Right. And, and it that's was just, what he's doing now. I know. And it was uh-huh. such a good episode. And then now I we're know. seeing this and we're like, that's what I'm saying. Like he's gotten to the other extreme somehow. I feel like, you know what he's yeah. doing, Rose? He's spending too much time on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> 
And he is. He's in that age. He's in that age now. group. Yep. yep. Uh, and he's like he's going in down his own fucking world. He's man. going down a little rabbit hole. Yeah. And maybe partly, and I could be wrong, guys, but like partly, he's reached this level of fame. Yeah. Where he's in this like stratosphere that he's like out of touch with reality. One hundred percent. And 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 I guess like I, I'm I'm guessing for his podcast as well. He's at the level now where like he has a team doing oh, all this research, 100%, doing all this stuff yeah. for him, and just like presenting him with with yep. with stuff like this. Yeah. And so I think. Yeah, I know, I know, but it 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 is it is a bit scary that mm-hmm. so many people listen to him. Like literally, he, he is the yeah. number one podcast in the world. So, oh God, well, we beat we beat his competition. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly, but anyway. Anyway, guys, wow, I think we went over time a little bit. Yeah, a, that's okay, Rose. Hope you guys some... enjoyed mm-hmm. this uh, podcast. Yeah, we got really into it, guys. We, we got a little did. bit passionate. Sorry for the the slow start in the beginning. I yeah, think we, sorry if I yelled at the end there. Damn, you got a little bit. I got, I got a bit emotional You're... talking about because this is pissing me off. I know <laughs> everything's pissing me off. Like I fucking know. people not caring about climate change. People like uh, fucking you know. Yeah, it just makes you wonder like what has to happen until like people. Well, we wake saw with up. COVID. The COVID deniers didn't oh believe COVID until they were dying from COVID. Yeah. It's so funny because like I, um, <laughs> I love sometimes like some of our old episodes and stuff. And I just yeah. remember us like talking about like just random stuff about COVID and like COVID idiots <laughs> and all this stuff. And like, actually like <sighs> as sad as it is, like it brought out such bad human behaviors. This, mm-hmm, this whole mm-hmm. pandemic, like, I know, you know, initially like people freaking out and like hoarding supplies. Yeah. For themselves, yeah. like being selfish, doing all this crazy yeah. shit that actually just made things worse. And yeah. it was just like, oh my God, like why, why guys? I know. Why? I mean, I not know. saying that, not saying that I, or like we're perfect or anything of like, course. but like, oh, pretty so, close to it though. So, <laughs> sometimes you just need to take a step back and like, just think about what you're doing. And oh, yeah. God. Anyway, guys, it is late. It is very late. I'm getting grumpier by the second as we talk about this shit. And I'm tired as hell. Uh-huh. So we will let you guys go. Once mm-hmm. again, guys, check out our Patreon. It is yep. patreon.com slash the savage podcast for ad free episodes mm-hmm. and the episodes a week earlier than everybody else and a, a bonus, bonus episode, episode every single month and a bonus bonus this month, which yes. is coming very soon. So join coming us. Coming shortly to a mm-hmm. Patreon near you at the Savage And podcast. what else do they got to do, Daniel? So guys, obviously, if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast streaming device, don't forget to hit that follow button um if you're watching on youtube hit that subscribe smash that like button show us some love in the comment section guys we do love reading your comments um, sorry if any of you guys love joe rogan i know yeah <laughs> apologies uh we didn't mean to crush your you know harsh your gnar or anything like that um yeah so leave us some comments in the comment section we do love to read those um and you know check out our instagram as well yeah, in, the at savage the savage podcast. podcast yeah thank you so much guys yeah, and thanks, we will guys. talk to you guys next week bye, bye. Bye.